there, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Steph Demetrius. I'm so excited that you are here to join me on a journey of getting curious about your intuition and to learn how to turn up the volume to the voice of your soul while grounding your spiritual experiences in this beautiful life. This podcast is about giving a voice to your soul so that you can uncover the parts of you that you may not understand yet, but you deeply desire to. I'll be right here on this journey with you as each episode I will bring lessons and practical supportive tools as I share my personal journey with you. Thank you for being here and I'm really excited to share this space with you and I hope you enjoy today's episode. beautiful souls. Welcome to episode 43 of the Ignite Your Intuition podcast series. So today's topic is your sensitivity is your superpower. And um, I'm excited to share a couple of experiences of mine with you regarding this topic because for a long time I didn't understand that I was um, an empath, that I was a highly sensitive person Um, and how they were playing out in my life and how I really needed to understand them so that I could support myself to show up in the best way possible in this world for myself, for my kids, for my husband, for my family and friends and for the greater good of the world. So I'm really excited to share this with you because I know that I am definitely not alone in feeling like um, or having felt like Having a sensitivity can be um, a bit of a drag, can feel exhausting, can feel overwhelming, can feel limiting, but there's so many different ways that we can reframe it and there's so many different ways that we can support ourselves to really thrive. So before we do get into the discussion about today's topic, I did want to share with you that I am changing things a little bit at the moment with... um, At the moment, as I'm recording this, we are in the swing of coronavirus having swept through the world and we are in physical isolation at the moment. I'm at home with my three kids um, and my husband's still working a little bit and I've got a babysitter a little bit of the time, which is great too. It allows me to come in here and record these for you. But I feel like this topic is very um, on point at the moment and it dropped in last week and I'm... Um, doing my intuitive women's circles I've decided to postpone any live events at the moment and I am running them online instead which I really just feel so grateful for technology and the different spaces in which we can share these sorts of teachings and we can still hold events and we can still gather and I feel like in in times like this when we're physically isolating we don't have to socially isolate we can use these incredible tools on technology or as part of technology to still gather as a community so I am making the most of all of this and we are gathering online. So if you are uh, listening to this um, the morning it goes live, I am doing a live event tonight. So on Friday the 20th of March, um, it will be online. So the Intuitive Women's Circle will be online and the focus for the session is if you are um, an empath, if you are a highly sensitive person, it's all about learning how to support yourself. So it's an extension essentially of this podcast. So um, if you want to come and join, there are still a few tickets left. You can head on over to stephdemetrius.com and click on the Women's Circles page and all the information is there. The links to tickets and everything is there for you. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited to share that with you. And I am actually spending a bit of time 
in my office today creating a few different things that have been dropping in my intuition has been going nuts at the moment <laughs> um, just in different ways that I can support you and I can support people feeling like they need a little bit of extra love and TLC and support at the moment when there is so much fear out there in the world um, one of the things I am doing is on Instagram at 645 AM Monday to Friday and whenever I can get out to my office on the weekends I am doing a live sort of meditation or a bit of like an energetic practice I'm sharing different things with you each day just to help support you through everything that's going on at the moment so um, they're live at 6 45 AM Melbourne Australia time if you want to join in um, and they are live for 24 hours I am also recording them and I'm going to pop them up on my new YouTube channel as well. So if you're listening to this at a later date than when this goes live, you'll also be able to head over and find me on YouTube and um, just look up Steph Demetrius and I will be popping the videos up from the morning sessions up there too because I'm receiving these incredible downloads. Um, and one of them I'm actually going to share with you now, one of them was... But I really love this reframe because in a time when there's so much fear out there in the world, there's so much fear of the unknown because of the coronavirus. No one knows how long we're going to be physically isolated for. No one knows how long it's going to keep spreading for. No one knows the, you know, all the different effects across all the different areas of our life. Um, schooling, the economy, just everything. It's just, it's just affecting everything at the moment. And there's this really big fear around the unknown. And what came in this morning as I was recording was this beautiful reframe that we actually live in a world of the unknown every single day. It's just that this situation has magnified that unknown because we feel like our power has been taken away. We feel like we've been stripped of all our control when really, when we look at life, life unfolds, things happen that we don't have control over, that we didn't want to happen. So this perceived control that we think we have over life is actually a bit of an illusion. And when this illusion is taken away from us, we get really scared because we feel like that control we thought we had, we feel like it's gone and we feel like we are just at mercy of life, which is actually how life is anyway. Life is unfolding and it's our choice as to how we respond or react to things and how we choose to you know, move forward or what we choose to do with the situations in life. So I just wanted to share that because I thought that it's a really nice reframe for any time in life when there is any sort of disaster, when there's any sort of extreme situation going on within our lives individually and as a collective. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that, that reframe and it just gave me a nice way to look at you know, everything that's going on and find a silver lining in it. Because it blows my mind, like being on social media and on Instagram, all of the different ways that people are connecting. There are authors doing online readings. There are yoga studios getting their yoga teachers to live stream yoga classes from their homes. There are, you know, Lisa Messenger is on there doing live chats um, once a day, you know, sharing support for entrepreneurs and people running their own businesses and sharing tips and you can ask questions. And there's just, there's just so much incredible support and connection and community out there online that is just exploded because of this you know situation that's going on out in the world and this I mean I could go on and on I've had some really incredible moments with my kids being home at school and that's been amazing it's a bit stressful and overwhelming at times as well and thank god for teachers I don't know how you do it and I have so much more gratitude for you guys now 
even though I've always been so thankful for teachers, I think what they do is amazing. But yeah, having a homeschool the kids has been a very steep learning curve and we've put into practice um, structure, which has been really great. We've given them like a bit of a structure for the day, which has helped everyone involved. But yeah, I just wanted to share that with you because it was coming through today. Um, so let's get on to today's topic. So your sensitivity is your superpower. So as I mentioned, this my sensitivity used to overwhelm me. And when I talk about sensitivity, for me, it's like sensitivity in many forms of the world. So word. So I want to share with you a few of the ways in which I am sensitive and some of the ways that I have learned to support myself and then now how I show up in the world with, with that support. So the ways that I am sensitive, I'm sensitive to chemicals. I've always been sensitive. I remember when... Um, if mum ever used like White King or cleaning products to clean the bathroom, I have to literally leave the house. I couldn't be in the house because the smell would go through the house. The chemicals would go through. I would get a sore throat. I would cough. I would have like an itchy throat. I just feel horrible. Um, and look, I used to use perfumes and sprays and all those sorts of things. But for at least the last seven, eight, maybe even nine years, I just haven't been able to use them. I've gotten rid of any sort of chemical products from our house. We have maybe the absolute minimal, which I never use anyway. They're just kind of still sitting there. I should actually throw them out. But yeah, I have to, I've uh, um, essentially just had to <clears throat> look at the different products that I'm buying and look at different natural options, which has been really interesting. So I use a lot of essential oils around our home. I use them for all sorts of things. I use, you know, essential oils for some, some pain relief. Um, I use essential oils for calming me down, for relaxing, for immunity. I use them as my perfume. Um, I use them just to, you know, set an intention and create an energy within our home and within my office space. I just use them for so many different things. Um, you know, even skincare products, I have to really be careful of what I, what I purchase. Any sort of products that um, I use on my body um, or even, you know, with the kids and stuff too, if, if there's anything with a fragrance in it, I don't buy that because I know that's a synthetic, um, and that's a man-made product. That's not natural. So for me, you know, I've had to take that to extreme, even to the point where my poor husband, and I've gotten more sensitive with each child I've had to these sensitivities within me have been heightened, which is really interesting because now that I know how to work with them, it's actually a blessing in disguise because, I'm really grateful for these sensitivities now and what they're allowing me to do in the world, which I will share with you soon. But yeah, my husband uses a little bit of cologne and he has to leave his outside and spray it as he walks after he's walked out the door on the way to the car because if he sprays it inside, um, even if it's in the bathroom and he walks through the house, I can't handle it. So I'm pretty super sensitive when it comes to those sorts of things. Um, yeah, and, and things such as energy. So for me, energetically sensitivity has been being in like a big group of people and feeling everyone's stuff. And I feel like um, that's just unfolded over time and continues to unfold. And I continue to be able to become aware and see how much of other people's energies and emotional states I pick up on and feel into, even thoughts. It just becomes more and more apparent to me all the time how much of that I am tuning into. And now I know how to look after myself in those situations. I know how to listen to what my body, my energy, my emotional arena, my mental arena, my physical arena, my spiritual arena all need and how to really look after those and maximize my self-care so that I can um, not fall in a heap. I can not hit the wall anymore. You know, I can, I can avoid those things that used to completely exhaust me. Sometimes I would go out to like, um, it might've been like, 
a music festival or even a gig or a party or something and I would be wiped out for a day or two. I would feel drained and exhausted because I was picking up on everyone else's stuff, feeding off everyone else's energy in a way that I was absorbing all their stuff. And I didn't know that. I didn't know that probably until about a handful, maybe oh, probably a bit more than that, maybe seven years ago when I really started this um, journey and getting curious with wanting to understand, well, why does that happen to me? How can I support myself and how can I stop it from happening? And how, what can I do? What, what practices can I put into place or what boundaries can I create to support myself to not take on other people's stuff and to, you know, show up as my higher self and um, my best self in the world as many days and as many moments as possible. Um, yeah, so they're just some of the ways that I find my sensitivities show up. Um, even sensitivities with food and that sort of thing too. Like I don't have any specific diagnosed sensitivities, but I just know for me that I feel so much better on every level when I eat fresh fruit and veggies, when I eat homemade food, if I eat too much sugar, if I eat refined foods and, um, yeah, packaged foods and things like that. I never feel really good afterwards. And I'm getting more and more sensitive with that, even to the point now where I cannot have any caffeine. So I've always been a big tea drinker, never into coffee. I, my body can't handle coffee. I get heart palpitations, which again, that's part of my, the sensitivity. Um, so for me, after each child, I have, I've got three kids. After having each of my children, I became more sensitive to caffeine. That was actually one of the ways I knew I was pregnant was I would go to have an English breakfast tea and I'd feel sick after, like really, really sick afterwards because my body just couldn't handle the caffeine. So, and I, oh, I'm such a tea lover. I had to throw out or pass on or get rid of um, the majority of my tea cupboard in my home, which was slightly devastating because I had so many different teas. I had this amazing mango black tea that I love, but I can't drink it anymore. So it's just really knowing for me the things that really send my physical body and even my mental arena, eating um, you know, processed foods for me or sugary foods, high sugary foods, sends me into this emotional and mental spin out. It can just send me into this place where I just feel really crappy, like mentally and emotionally as well, not just physically. So for me, it's been learning those things. It's been learning, okay, what makes me feel good? What makes me feel the opposite of that? And then it's my choice. You know, it's my choice as to if I'm out and about or somewhere else. And if I choose to eat those foods that don't make me feel good, sometimes I will eat a little bit of them because it just, you know, I enjoy that, a bit of chocolate or things like that. But I'm just aware of how it makes me feel, how much of it my body can take. Um, so yeah, in terms of the physical stuff, that's, that's how I kind of work with it. Um, so I also wanted to share with you my self-care. So I wanted to share with you two practices that I use or two, two ways in which my sensitivities show up for me. And when I talk about sensitivities, I'm going to talk more about um, energetic sensitivities, emotional and mental sensitivities. So when we feel into other people's things, say if you were feeling pretty calm and you went to catch up with a friend and they started talking about how they had a really stressful week or something, you know, something devastating had happened in their world and they were telling you how much it affected them. All of a sudden, you just feel really deeply sad inside and you feel really heavy. That's probably because you've taken on their emotions and you're tuning into their energy and maybe you're sitting in their energy field with them and you're being super empathetic and feeling their stuff, especially if you weren't feeling it before. And that's okay. As long as you know what to do with it, how to process it, how to hand it back, how to disconnect from it so that you don't physically hold that vibration and take that energy on and it affects you. 
which is one of the things that we need to do when we are, you know, sensitivity and when we can sense these emotions and energies and thoughts within other people as well. So when we, when we notice that sort of thing happening, um, it can be really amazing to create some boundaries. So boundaries is one of the ways that, that I protect myself. So I use crystals to create boundaries. There's a crystal black tourmaline. I just have a little tumbled stone and I put it in my pocket or I put it in my bra or my sock or wherever. I have it on my body. I have that on me most of the time when I'm doing sessions with people. If I'm going to go into a, um, if I have to go into a shopping center, I will put them on. If I have to go anywhere where there's lots of people, um, big crowds, if I'm feeling tired and I have to go out and do something and I can't just rest, which is what I probably would prefer to do at that time. If I'm yeah, feeling a bit knackered and I still have to go out and do something, I'll put black tourmaline in my pocket and I'll ask it to support my energy. And often I will feel a boost in energy and I won't feel worse when I come home. So you can set intentions with crystals. Um, you can even just make sure that you are <clears throat> working on your own energy. So um, creating boundaries is a really good thing to do, but you want to make sure that you are sort of clearing out your energy to start with. So you can start from maybe a nice... Um, a nice neutral space or even just becoming aware of where your energy is at before you go somewhere. So tuning in with you and going, okay, how do I feel inside at the moment? And then you can, you know, ask, ask an angel to support you. You can just say like a little prayer to the universe. Thank you for supporting me energetically and for not allowing me to take on anybody else's emotions and energy and thoughts um, for the rest of the day. And yeah, something like as simple as that can be really, really really simple but very powerful as well and as soon as we have an intention as soon as we set an intention whether we say it out loud or we just we we consciously set an intention that it changes everything it changes our experience it changes the vibration and the energy with which we walk into a situation so even just setting an intention in your head can be super powerful it's, it's such a simple practice and i feel like it's very underrated but i've used it many a time and it's so powerful. There've been even times when my husband and I have set an intention together um, for maybe a certain event that's going on and we live out that intention and it blows my mind every time that we do that or that I do that and set an intention, how much more peaceful and how aligned I am with that intention for the, you know, for the period of time that I want to be. So setting intentions is super powerful and very underrated, I think. Um, I did want to share with you two ways that my body or my energy, my being tells me and communicates with me when I have been maybe not setting boundaries and my sensitivities have been, you know, allowing me to pick up other people's energy and emotions and, and, you know, collect, you know, maybe even tuning in with the collective consciousness at the moment, there's a lot of fear in the collective consciousness. And I'm just have, I have very strict boundaries at the moment as to what I'm exposing myself to in terms of social media, um, you know, the normal media with TV, um, radio, all those kind of things. So I have very strict boundaries around that because I really want to try and be a beacon of light and healing in this time when there's so much fear and unknown out there for everyone. So I am really committing to my self-care practices multiple times a day so I can release my own emotions around what's going on and I can come back to clarity and offer more support in this time that I'm really feeling called to step up and offer more support. Um, so two of the ways in which I know when I've overextended myself or haven't created boundaries, 
One of them is that my physical body tells me. So I might feel sick in the stomach. I might feel heavy in my chest. I might feel physically drained and exhausted. I might have a headache and my head might be spinning out of control in fear or worry or overthinking, like obsessive overthinking. Um, I will often find too that if I'm becoming like addicted to something, like whether it's jumping online or I'm trying to distract myself with an addiction or a practice, whether it's cleaning the house or um, yeah, folding the washing or I'm trying to do anything obsessively or that's sort of become an addiction, I know that it's because I'm not wanting to feel something. So I know my own triggers and I can become aware of them. And when I become aware of them, whether it's like a physical discomfort or I'm avoiding things, I know right then and there I need to create some space to stop and breathe and tune into my body and feel it. I don't even need to know, or you don't even need to know when you practice this, you don't even need to know what situation created it, where the energy came from, who to hand it back to, any of those things. You don't need to know any more information than where you are feeling it in your body and just making some time to feel it. Once again, like the intention, setting an intention, it's literally as simple as that. And our mind likes to complicate things and say, no, we need to do this and this and this to release it. But if you can create some space, sit with yourself, close your eyes, tune into your body, get to know where you are feeling the resistance, the energy, the blocked emotions, and sit with it and just feel it. All you need to do is feel it and just give it that intention. What am I trying to say? Give it that attention and acknowledge it. It will literally shift and you can feel it shifting. Sometimes it does get more intense before it shifts. And you might even find that you might need to sit down for a couple of, you know, a couple of times to fully shift it. But give yourself the time, honor how long it's taking you to shift it. Try and sit down um, when you're doing this as well and surrender to how long it's going to take to shift. Some emotions and blocked energies might shift within seconds or minutes. Others, like I mentioned before, you might need to sit down a couple of times, you know, at separate different times to shift it. So allow yourself to honor your your process of where you're at. It will be different every time you sit down. It's not going to be like a set time for you releasing things. It will be different each time because we have such a different, um, different density and complexity of emotions and blocked energy within our systems at times. So physical body is one. That's one way I know I need to sit and release things. I need to create more boundaries. The other way is a little bit different. And maybe you will listen to this and go, oh my gosh, that makes total total sense to me. You might listen to this and go, that's not relevant at all. But this is something that over time I've realized is I have crazy dreams, like crazy ass dreams, often like quite shocking dreams where it's, it really scares me. And I'll wake up in the middle of the night feeling like I've actually fully experienced what's happened. And the reason we feel like we've fully experienced it and we feel the full effects of the emotions of that dream is because our minds are so powerful. Our mind doesn't know the difference between if we visualize something or have a dream and something actually happening in our physical reality. So when we, when I wake up from those dreams, which I actually had one last night, I was like, all right, I need, I've got shit I need to sit and feel. <laughs> I need to heal this. I need to process it. I need to sit down, pay attention and let it flow through me, which is what I did this morning. And I'm going to continue doing today because I can feel it hasn't fully left me yet. So that's another way is paying attention to your dreams. And, you know, it might not even be any specific information in your dreams. It might just be a feeling. I know for me, when I have crazy dreams that I wake up from feeling very overwhelmed or if I feel scared or sort of extreme emotions, 
I know that's kind of like my subconscious signaling to me and saying, hey, you've got some stuff you need to process. You haven't been doing it in your day-to-day life. So we're going to get your attention in your dream and we are going to do this now. And when I do my Akashic record readings, one of the um, one of the traits you can have is a dream master, which I totally have. And this is where, you know, when we're all dreaming, our soul and our energy can um, wander off into the ethers and, and do other work out in the ethers. And I know for me, that's what happens to me. So I really need to make sure I create boundaries around that as well. And just pay, I know I need to pay attention to my dreams. Um, and it doesn't even, like I mentioned, need to be like a specific message in my dreams. It's just how did I feel in my dream? And do I just need to sit with some stuff during the day? So yeah, the practices for me, I'm going to share with you just a couple of practices. Um, I've mentioned sitting with it and feeling it. And this is a practice that I talk about very regularly. If you've listened to any other podcast episodes within this series, you've probably heard me talk about feeling it to heal it. Um, and I talk about it so much because it's such an important practice, but it can also feel very overwhelming when you're first starting to do this process and you're feeling some big emotions. It can, because we're sitting deep in the center of these emotions, like I mentioned before, the emotion can get heightened and can actually feel worse or bigger to start with before it starts to release. So, um, if you listen to episode 19, I actually, this is, that's part of my intuition and anxiety series. I actually talk you through how to hold space for yourself for a couple of minutes there. So you can do that. Um, I also do one-on-one sessions. So I do clarity sessions, which is half an hour where I teach you how to hold space for yourself. Um, and we do a couple of other things as well. And it's helping you to shift from overwhelm and anxiety back to peace and purpose and clarity in life. I also do kinesiology and my women's circles and intuitive mentoring online. And I'm actually just starting to release a couple of other things um, sometime within the next week. So, and a couple of other like group sessions that will be online so I can help to support more of you to really learn and anchor into this process and invite it into your daily life because it's incredibly powerful how much you can shift by sitting and feeling it. And I actually liken it to... If you've got kids or you've seen little kids around their mum or a parent or anyone in their family kind of wanting to get their attention. So I imagine one of my kids going, hey, mum, mum, mum. And if I'm not paying them attention and I'm doing something else, they get louder. They're like, hey, mum, mum, mum. And they keep getting louder until they square at me. Hey, mum. It's the same as our emotions. We might get a little tap to say, hey, there's something going on here. You feel it. No, just ignore that. It's not too uncomfortable. It gets louder next time in your physical body. And you're like, oh, I'm still not that uncomfortable yet. And then it gets to the stage where it almost knocks you over. And you're like, all right, I'm ready to listen now because it's gotten loud enough and uncomfortable enough that you've decided to pay attention, which I put my hand up. I've done that many a time. Um, But if we can just pay attention to that child and say, hey, I see you there. I hear you. What can I do for you? straight away they quieten down and once they are heard it's like they go off and do their own thing again same with the emotions if we can just acknowledge them and actually say hey i see you i feel your emotion you don't even need to know what it is you can just be like oh okay i feel you my chest is really heavy i feel this emotion i'm going to give you some some attention i'm going to sit and feel you and acknowledge you and allow you to be processed then they start to you know they can amp up at first but then they will start to release And the more attention that you pay to it, the more it will release. And then all of a sudden it disappears. And that emotion or that layer, that blockage layer is gone. It's completely gone. So it's a really simple practice. Um, 
Yeah, there's many ways in which I can support you with that. If you feel like you're feeling overwhelmed with that, you can just send me an email me or send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is at Steph Demetrius and I can point you in the direction of a few resources. But like I mentioned, episode 19 at about the 11 and a half minute mark, I talk you through how to do the process. Um, and then if you want more one-on-one support, you can jump onto my website, book a session with me or send me an email or a DM um, and I can send you the links for the information. Um, I have another practice that I want to share with you too, which is super powerful. And the more I practice this, the more I feel the benefits from this one. And this is, it's again, all these practices are really simple, but because they have such powerful intention behind them, they're super powerful. So basically this one is saying a prayer. So if I've done client sessions or any energy work, I will always get in the shower as soon as I get home and just say, thank you universe for handing back any energy and emotions that is not my own to its rightful owner because I know that they know what to do with it. I trust that they know what to do with that energy and emotion and I love myself enough to let it go. And I've practiced this over time and now when I say that prayer, if I'm really present with myself, I can feel the energy and emotion layers leaving my body and I can feel myself coming back to my true energy and my truth and my whole energy and not being influenced by someone else's. So you can write that, that prayer down word for word. I pretty much say the exact same thing every time. Unless you know you specifically picked up some energy or emotions from a, a, um, a particular person and you can say their name and hand it back to them. Um, you might even want to add in there for the highest good of all as well because we always want it to be for the highest good of all. So it's coming from our soul and not our ego. Also, so it's coming from a place of love and compassion and not from fear. So um, saying that prayer in a state of love and compassion is much more powerful than if we go, oh my gosh, I've got someone's emotions. I'm really scared. Now I need to hand it back. Totally different energy when we do it from love and compassion. And it's a totally different release too. If you can take a few breaths, center and ground yourself and then hand the energy back, it's a completely different experience. Um, so yeah, I hope those, those really simple but really powerful practices of setting intentions, creating some boundaries, feeling your emotions and your energy to heal it, and then saying that prayer to hand back anything that is not your own to come back to your own center and your own energy and your own emotional space really supports you. The way that, the last thing I wanted to share with you is the way that I show up in the world using my sensitivities as my superpowers. So being here and sharing this with you is one of those. This um, intuitive journey I've been on now that allows me to stand in front of a group of women and channel for two hours and tune into the collective energy of the night, which is from tomorrow night, going to be happening online each month at the moment. I will be able to sit there in front of the screen with the group of, of women and tune into the collective energy and for the two hours of the session, channel the messages they need to hear, channel and, pra- and put into place the practices that they all need to hear and channel anything else that's coming through for all of us there on the evening. Um, also my one-on-one sessions too, whether they're in person or via, via Skype, I can tune into your energy and I can support you to tune back into your intuition or to help you when you're feeling blocked to help identify where you're feeling blocked if you're really stuck with it and you can't move forward. So I just receive images, I receive downloads. I'm not scared of those anymore. I used to be, going back like seven, eight years, I used to be scared of those. I would see, or even earlier than that in my life, I would see an image and then it would manifest at some stage after that and I'd be freaked out because I knew it was gonna happen. It no longer scares me anymore. I am, I'm excited by it because it means that I just get to support people in this world in such a 
beautiful individually tailored way um, and I love that I really love supporting people where I can I can sit there and I can help them decode their life I can help them through an Akashic record reading understand their soul's journey I can download a whole lot of notes for them from the book of their soul which is what the Akashic records are it's like a library in the ethers it's full of all these energetic books on everyone's soul including all of your past lives and your life lessons for this life your focuses for this life your your main talents for this life all of your sensitivities for this life all those sorts of things and and then translate that into how it's going to support them in this lifetime you know, how those traits from their past lives are playing out in this lifetime and how they can use that to their advantage. Um, and there's just so many other things in the world of energy now that I understand how to look after myself. I understand when I'm feeling overwhelmed. I understand how much I need to take care of myself to be able to show up and do those sessions. Same with my kids and my family. Um, my parenting over the years has become more and more intuitive and I receive so many more downloads as to how to support my kids in so many different ways, just because I, I'm honoring my sensitivities as a superpower and I know how to look after myself in terms of self-care, um, which is so important when you have sensitivities. It's really about upping your self-care. So I have non-negotiable self-care every day. What that looks like for me is often different. And I do have two episodes. I think they're around number 13, 14, 15. Um, that are around creating rituals um, using your intuition. So head over and listen to those if you are keen to learn more about those. But at the moment, my schedule looks like my alarm goes off at six o'clock and I have an hour to myself before I go back into the house and start getting my kids ready for the day. So within that hour, I jump on my spin bike. I read a bit of a book sometimes when I'm on my spin bike and like an inspirational or motivational book or listen to a podcast or some music. I might do some weights or yoga. I'll do some journaling. I have like three journals out here that I write in most mornings. Um, throughout the day, I have check-ins. So in my phone, I set an alarm for every couple of hours where I have like a mental check-in and go, all right, how's my mental already going at the moment? Are there any, you know, doubts or fears or beliefs or stories I'm buying into that are having me feel really not so great? And then I work on those and then I'm checking in with my body. Are there any emotions I'm not processing? Um... You know, is there anything I need to communicate during the day? I'll do a meditation when my kids have a nap early afternoon and then I will do one at nighttime as I'm going to bed. So I meditate twice a day. More if I'm feeling like, you know, things are really busy in life, I will up the ante on my self-care. I will take more rest periods when I can. I will lie down when I can. Even putting my feet up the wall for 10 minutes completely, it's like a rest and restart for me. Um... Yeah, I exercise every day. I watch the foods I eat. I take supplements and um, herbal mushrooms in my tea, which are just changing my world right now, which I'll probably share more on at some stage. Um, I even look at things like social contact. So making sure that I find a balance between that as well. So setting boundaries around that. And if I'm feeling exhausted, cancelling things. If I'm feeling lit up, then making sure I, I have that social contact because that lights me up as well. So um, there's so many little rituals that you can have in place. I also have essential oils and oracle cards in my handbag wherever I go so that I've got those to call on as well if I need to. But I'm going to stop there because I could just keep talking on this on this topic, which is why tomorrow night or Friday night as this goes live, the 20th of, of March, um, we are doing a two-hour online intuitive women's circle on all of this. So it's two hours learning how to See your sensitivities as your superpower and leaning into them and understanding yourself and receiving guidance from your soul within the session. 
which I cannot wait for. Um, if you have missed this because you were listening to it later, head over and check out my website because I'm going to continue to run these sessions um, on live and in person when, when that starts up again. Um, but yeah, all the latest information is over on my website um, at stephdemetrius.com. Click on the women's circles or head on over to the work with me and scroll down to the live events. All the latest info will be there. And even the one-on-one sessions are in there as well. So I am going to leave it there today. Sending you all so much love. Take care of yourselves. Take care of one another and stay curious with your intuition. And I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I look forward to continuing our journeys together next episode. And remember to email me at info at stephdemetrius.com if you have any questions about intuition that you would like answered or any topics you would like to hear more on. And if you're enjoying this podcast, feel free to share it with a friend and I would absolutely love it and I'd be so grateful if you feel called to write a five-star review on iTunes which allows more beautiful souls to find this podcast series. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.